Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. Let me take just a minute for those of you who may not have heard of my podcast before. I want to just explain to you what I mean by Live Exposed. Simply put, it's my way of practicing active awareness of challenges that are deep inside of me that are hindering me from my growth potential and even my ability to create. There are things that are just holding me back inside that need to be resolved. And that's where I have to be aware and be willing to actively create change so that those poisons can be moved out of my life. These are the issues that nobody sees. I don't rarely talk about and yet they remain unresolved and continue to fester. And they, it's like a widening pool of poison inside of me that eventually seeps its way out. And guess what it does? It affects everybody else around me that I love and I care for. Listen, I'm tired of being chained to that pain. So I am exposing it to light and oxygen and I'm moving my life forward. How about you? If you've jumped on this podcast today and what I just said resonates with you, then you need to hang around because I believe that I've got some insight for you that will help you become more capable, if you will, of moving past those pains, hurts, and chains in your life and live in freedom from this point forward. So today, I'm going to talk about another one of these issues inside of me that have caused me a great amount of difficulty and challenge in my life. You know, when I look at stuff and subjects like this, basically what I'm doing is an internal audit. Now, I want you to think about that just for a moment. We can deal with the things outside of our lives, on the outside of our lives that everybody sees till we're blue in the face. Real change only occurs when that internal audit reveals things to you that you know need to change. Because let me tell you something. All the fruit people see on your life is a result of the root inside of you. So if you want the fruit to look different, you've got to change the root because it's the root that brings nourishment and um, brings the growth of the fruit that everybody sees. Remove the root, change the fruit. That's what I always believe. So I'm telling you today from my own personal experience, I have got to be constantly aware of auditing myself internally so that I don't just overlook issues that are going to affect the demonstration of the life I'm living. And you can't either. It's foolish to think that you can um, expect people to see something different than the way you're built inside. It's going to come out. And so today, I'm going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart because I have a real challenge overcoming and fighting negative thoughts, uh, paranoia, right? I, I have, I have challenges, um, saying the right thing because I have a tendency to say stupid things at the wrong time. And so today, as I started 
And over the last couple of days, I've started auditing myself internally. What are the things I want to change? I want to change the way I speak. I want to change the way I think. Therefore, I know I'll change the way I behave. What you think, the words you speak, affect the way you behave. And so if you're not happy with the way you're behaving, you're not happy happy with the way the words that are coming out of your mouth, are they speaking life or death? I mean, are you building or tearing down? I mean, just think about the words that you're speaking because there is power in your tongue and in the words that come out of your mouth. Very, very clearly, you have the ability, as do I, to offer to people through the words we speak from the thoughts we have, life or death, and which do you choose? And I'm telling you, some of us have wrecked great relationships in our lives because we couldn't control the words coming out of our mouth. We're constantly tearing people down and destroying them and, and think that we can maintain a relationship with them. It's just not true. You can only beat somebody down so long with the words you're speaking and expect them to keep hanging around. And so today, I want to focus on us eliminating stupid things that we're saying. I want to eliminate us tearing people down with the words that, that, we, that come out of our mouth. And it starts with the thoughts that we have. So have you ever had that moment when you realize you said something outrageous or ridiculous and knowing simultaneously you regret having said it but couldn't take it back? Have you ever done that? Well, if you have, then I think today's podcast is going to happen or help you. Sad to say, but that's a feeling that I'm intimately acquainted with due to my frequent encounters with saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to the right person, right? And I meant right person because generally I'm going to say dumb things, stupid things, hurtful things to people I care about and love because I really, if, if I'm not involved in your life, I really don't care too much about even speaking to you with any meaning, right? So most of the time when we find ourselves struggling in relationships, us tearing people down that are important to us, it's, we have got to reshape the way we're thinking um, and cause the, our encounters, negative encounters with people to be reduced and they can be dramatically. If you just can't seem to be in enough control of your tongue to keep you out of trouble or embarrassment, you're constantly having to apologize and to live in a state of perpetual regret. Today is for you because I'm telling you, I've got some words to you today and to me today that can break us from that chain of, uh, of tearing down and really allow us to become builders and encouragers and people that can help others rather than destroy. Let me give you a perfect example. Just recently, I had a truly uh, memorable moment with a, listen, telemarketer. <laughs> yeah, I said telemarketer. When I got the call, like all of you get on a regular basis, I was annoyed. But this time, rather than knowing that I was probably getting a call from a telemarketer and just hitting uh you know, reject the call, I thought I'm going to answer it. And so I answered it and it was a guy with a particular phone company and, you know, he kept going on for about 30 minutes and I let him run. And then I said, all right, now I'm going to set the hook on him. And so I just 
gently said to him, promise you, it was gentle at first. I said to him, sir, take me off your list. And that created this response from him. And it was simply this, no, I'm not taking you off the list. And I'm like, what are you saying here? And so I start to elevate emotionally and I'm starting to feel like, how dare you? I have told you, don't you know the law? If I ask you to put me on a do not disturb list, you got to take me off and quit calling me. And his response to me again was no. Now I'm going to tell you, and I'm not going to give you any color on this story, but the fact of the matter is it got worse before it got better. We began to yell and scream and holler in a way that I, I was embarrassed of, not just after the call, but during the call, I mean, I was saying things that I hadn't said in a long time. Again, did I mention this was a telemarketer? I mean, this was somebody who was just dialing for dollars with me. But he realized that no way in the world would I ever find out who he was, how to get a hold of him. So he just engaged in the conversation. And little did I realize that I was so out of control so quick, it scared me after the call. You see, this proves my point. If I can't control my tongue, in other words, the words coming out of my mouth, then how can I expect anything less than chaos and disruption in my life? Guys, we have got to get control of ourselves. And a part of that is the emotions that come along with uh, confrontation. Like, again, this telemarketer, it wasn't somebody I knew. It wasn't somebody that, you know, uh, I had an interest in. It was a telemarketer, and I lost my stuff quickly from a telemarketer telling me, no, I've got problems when it comes to controlling my tongue. And if I will treat that person like that, how much more damaging will I be to the people I know and I love? Listen, this is, a, this is an important ingredient to your success in life and in business and in relationships. Get control of the words coming out of your mouth. You've got to push down feelings and you've got to control your emotions or you'll have nothing left when it comes to relationships. Today, I want to share with you how important our words are and maybe explain and bring understanding to why we lack the influence we so desperately desire of others. Let me tell you something. You may, not, you may lack influence and it's not because of talent. You may lack influence, and it's not because of ability or uh, running in the right circles. You may just stink and lack influence because you talk trash to people constantly, hurt their feelings, tear them up, and all they're looking for is you to shut your mouth and they'll follow. Now, I know this is a little rough for some of y'all today, but I, I, this is, again, audit yourself. Audit this internal kind of strife that's going on you and realize that maybe the influence that you're searching for and trying to become some, some social, uh, or, you know, uh, social platform uh, influencer that people just follow and listen to, start with the people you do business with and live with every day. Allow yourself to be more guarded with your words and watch how much better life can be. Not being in control of the words, the way we communicate in other words, this may be the large problem that we have in terms of relationship building with others. Think about this. If I can't control the smallest, one of the smaller parts of my body, the tongue, am I even surprised that I can't control the larger parts of my life that get out of control? 
The small parts unattended to will lead to the big parts taking over and ruining your life. Get control of your tongue and your words and watch how life starts changing when it comes to influence and relationships. Okay, so words, I believe, carry what I, 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 I really refer to as energy and power. It's with that ability of words, we can help people, we can heal people, we can um, hinder people, we can hurt people, we can harm people, we can humiliate people, and yes, we can even humble people with our words. There's a lot of energy in our power. Think about that. So when you look at the word energy, I mean, it, it's basically a word that says this. It, it's the capacity to move an object by applying force. You see, this is what we do. We think our words, and they are, they're so powerful that we can push people around by applying force to them with our words. We want to bully them with our words. We, you know, we, we, if we don't get what we want, our words are our first option in terms of moving and forcefully pushing people in the direction that we work. So the, that other word is power. It, and that's the capacity to direct or influence the behavior of others. So if we take our words and we really look at them, we have an energy behind our words and a power that moves people to behavior. And so if we just flippantly look at our words like, hey, get over it. I, you know, I said it, but get past it. You know, you're losing the point and missing it. And the point is you have power and energy behind your words that cause people to react and to move. And then we wonder why they do the things they do when the fact of the matter is we influence them with the power and the energy of our words, kind of like I'm doing to you right now. And power and energy are not always about volume. They're about intent. And sometimes we hurt the greatest, uh, the, the greatest of people we love the most because we can't control our words. Listen, if the beginning of influence starts, listen, in your mouth. If you want to influence people, guard your words. Think before you speak and you'll regret less. Let me say that one more time. Guard your words, think before you speak, and you'll regret less. Look, if you want less regret, close your mouth more often. Guard the words that are coming out with a intention behind everything that you said. Now, are we going to be a, about a thousand? No. Are we going to, you know, are we going to continue to make mistakes with our words? Yes. But you've got to be mindful of things. You've got to realize if I don't stop this nonsense, the words that I speak are going to tear people down so far that they'll ne I, I, the relationship can't recover. So the power of energy and power, uh, I'm sorry, the power and energy of our words have the capacity to move people and ourselves. That's the way you influence behavior. So let me ask you something. Are you searching for insurance, uh, uh, for influence? Then you need to recognize the worth of your words. Language holds massive, colossal power to manifest change, good or bad, in your life and in the life of others. Let me say once again, recognize the worth of your words. All right, so let's don't, I don't want to make this a science class, but it's crazy the effect that words have on our brains. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Because you remember, our words start with our thoughts. So you can't change your words without changing the way you're thinking. So true 
is this statement. Our brains are affected by our words. It's a fact. Now watch this. It's been proven by simply holding positive, optimistic words in your head. Just holding them in your head. Just meditating on positive words. Words that affirm, they're optimistic. It stimulates the frontal lobe of your brain and it creates activity there. And research has shown the longer you concentrate on positive words, the more you begin to affect other areas of your brain, listen, that produce your actions. So if you're sitting around and pondering and considering and meditating on positive, optimistic words that research proves you and you meditate on those and it affects other parts of your brains that affect the way you you act it's all tied into one think speak behave and it all starts with the way you're thinking and the words you're meditating on and the act and, and the thoughts of others that you may be having and of yourself so this explains a lot to me about how much of what clutters our thoughts is reflected in our behavior much of what just constantly runs through our head now explains to me why I behave the way I do. The way you think, the words you speak will produce the behavior that you see. It's quite simple, but so very true. Please understand the opposite is also true. Wow, these studies that I, I, that I, I looked over these last week have, an emph have emphatically proven to me that negative words release stress, listen, and anxiety in you and others. So rather than think positive, you think negative. Studies show, you can call it hogwash all you want about, you know, these people studying mental health. It's just true. Studies emphatically have proven that negative words release stress and anxiety in you and in others' life. So you wonder why you're so high in anxiety and stress? It may be just peeled back right to the words and the thoughts that you're having every day. That's where everything begins and ends. So you can fool yourself as long as you want, but the way you're thinking emphatically is proven to affect the outcome of your life. If you're a negative thinker, you're going to have the tendency to have negative behavior that affects you and others. Guard your words and grow your life. My goodness, this is good. Guard your words, grow your life. You want real and lasting influence over people? Start with guarding your words, taming your tongue, and, 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 and your thoughts and what your thoughts are focused on. You, you know, we can't re, 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 reverse engineer this. You can't just start with the behavior. You have to go back to the root, and the root is your thoughts. And so if you want a different outcome and behavior, it starts with the way you're thinking and what you're thinking about that then begin to affect the words that you're speaking, which then affect the behavior you're living. It's that simple. I suggest to you today, and this is really important to some of you hearing this, this episode, negative self-talk plays a role in the generation or maintenance of anxiety throughout our entire adult life. I was driving over here this morning, preparing for this podcast. In my mind, 
and it started taking a negative spiral. I just, just started going and it just created anxiety in me. I mean, it created this pressure that I felt and it started with what I was thinking. Nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. I didn't hear anything except the voice in my own fat head. And I'm telling you this, this negative self-talk has got to be replaced by positive affirmation and meditation on those things that create a different outcome, beginning with the words that you're speaking. Think, words, behavior. Ultimately, negative words, whether spoken, listen, heard or thought, negative words, either spoken, heard, or thought, not only cause situational stress, but also contribute to long-term anxiety. I've seen tons of research about how even the thoughts that we think and, the, and how that cause us to become anxious create health problems in all of us. It's been proven. Listen, pull your head out of the sand today and realize what I'm telling you is true. And the truth of the matter is the way we think, the words that come out of our mouth affect the way we live. And if you want all this to change, then start with your thoughts and the words will follow accordingly, producing the behavior that you really want. Guys, lack of confidence in us and others starts by what our thoughts are speaking to us. <laughs> and many of you, like me, have fought for years this, what I call, I don't call it, I know it's it, it's, it's um, psychologically, it, the, the word is internal dialogue. And this is an interesting term to me. I've got this voice, this little voice in my head that comments constantly on my life. And you do too. So it's just like this never shut up voice in us that's always commenting on our lives. And generally speaking, what it's telling us is how sorry we are. You know, how inadequate we are. How underdeveloped we are. What a poor leader we are. What a bad husband we are. What a bad father we are. I mean, it's just on and on and on and on. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> that voice begins to, you believe. That internal dialogue gets the best of you. And eventually, you just throw your hands up in disgust and go like, what am I going to do about it? I just am what I am. Well, the good news is this. You can change this internal dialogue. Our brains, this is interesting to me, continue to, to develop and change even as adults. So you heard that old, uh, that old term, old dogs can't learn new tricks? Wrong. Our brain can be retrained. There's a lot of scientist, science behind this, but basically what I'm going to tell you without getting into deep, the deep water here is brain is like plastic and it can be reshaped over time. You know what? The internal dialogue that you fight every day and I fight every day didn't get there overnight. And so this is not going to happen quickly for you either to reshape the way you're thinking. But the good news is our brain can uh, begin to be reshaped with time and effort, putting thoughts, different thoughts in our minds, listening to different people that are not going to uh, stimulate negative thought in us is important, but you, it can, your brain can be reshaped over time. Please listen. The power of death and life is in your mouth. 
maybe the vibe, just maybe the vibe or culture of your business or family life that makes everyone uncomfortable and on edge is because nobody cares about the way they talk to one another. Guard your words, grow your life. What we think and the language you use affects our moods, our self-confidence, and our behavior. All right, guys, we're at the point of the podcast that where we talk about information for transformation. And what that basically means is I'm going to give you information that should be helpful to you and trans- it can transform your life if you'll just practice it. So I'm going to give you the five tips today to taming your tongue, guarding your life, and growing your life. I mean, guarding your words and growing your life. Here they are. Number one, slow down. Think about it. When somebody crosses you, this telemarketer calls me and he don't accept my no, the first thing I do is go into high gear. I mean, I just get fired up fast. And I'm telling you, if you're ever going to tame your tongue, guard your words, you have got to slow yourself down. Be patient and intentional with your words. Slow down. You know, now some of you are like, I don't want to hear what he's about to say. Well, I'm going to say it anyway. I have found, for me, the pause has been helped tremendously in terms of dealing with my anger and in terms of saying stupid stuff. And what I mean by that is I will, if I feel it coming on me, and it ain't like it just jumps on you without notice. You feel it coming when you're, when you're provoked. And so what I try to do is I try to take a deep breath and give myself time because, you know, when we get angry, everything becomes discombobulated and you've got to give your body and your mind time to reset and a breath, deep breath will actually help you with that. And it will cause you to allow oxygen to return to your thoughts and it'll allow you to really be more intentional in what you're trying to say. So number one, just slow down in the heat of the moment. Secondly, use restraint. Nobody wants to talk about that because we, you know, we feel like what we think and feel matters more than anything else in the world. But here's what I'm telling you. We can't accept every invitation to argue. Some of us just like arguing just, it's like an endorphin for us. And when we don't have argument and discord and we're not fussing with each other, you know, we're, we're like, we're bored or we don't feel like, that, you know, we're getting anywhere in life. Use some restraint for a change. Number three, aim for understanding, not agreement. This is really important to me. To aim for understanding, not agreement, you have to learn to genuinely listen. And think about the last time you've been in a confrontation argument with somebody, and it's always, they say, you say, and it's back and forth. Everybody defending themselves. What if, what, what if we just took time to learn to generally just listen to what they're saying? Whether we agree, we're not asking for agreement. We're asking for what? Understanding. Number four, speak only what is true. There's no wisdom apart from truth, guys. So your emotions and your feelings tend to bring everything into a disagreement that whether it's true or not. I mean, we just sling stuff on the wall and hope something sticks. Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. I'm telling you, for you to learn to tame your tongue, you've got to speak what is true. And sometimes 
in a very gentle way. Because you know something's the truth does not give you the right and authority to bully people around with your words. Speak only what is true in a gentle manner. Number five, speak only what is helpful. <laughs> this is not what people like to hear. There is no, there is no wisdom apart from truth. No wisdom apart from truth. So what I'm telling you today is you may gain what you think is advantage by wavering on the truth in a conversation or in a situation with another person, but that is absolutely going to take you further off course. Use your tongue to speak the truth. Helpful in a way that is gentle, but is full of truth. Speak the truth. Guys, that's about it for me today. But I, look, I want to stop. I got a little bit of worked up today, and I know that. But I believe it's so true. Of anything you have heard me say in the past, whether on podcast or in person, this is just truth. And the truth of the matter is, you are damaging relationships because you cannot control the words that are coming out of your mouth. You are actually throwing the gear in reverse regarding your influence because you just can't tame your tongue. And it all starts with what we talked about earlier, and that's meditating, concentrating <coughs> on positive thoughts. And, pe and it's like people are like, oh, it's just like he's just saying think well and things will go well. That's kind of what I'm saying. Because I think, well, doesn't mean everything goes well. But what I know is this. I control me and my thoughts and my words and then my behavior. And then what tends to happen is goodness arises from that, <coughs> excuse me, outside of me. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, if you like this or you have a comment about this, please uh, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Guys, look, this is a valuable truth that I hope that you maybe want to share with some others. <clears throat> like it, share it, subscribe to this channel because this is what you're going to get every week. Guys, we're auditing our internal man and we're trying to find solutions that work and help us to grow and live in freedom that we're, we, were, uh, we were designed to live in. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.